0: forward slash pt once again that's reputationking.com forward slash pt childini has been a huge influence on me and i can't wait to see how his new e-commerce strategies resonate with you and how they affect your business in a positive way using reputation management make sure that you register for the april 18th free webinar at reputationking.com forward slash pt
1: cool new updates in the social media atmosphere
0: mini chat
2: integrates with Zapier. This is huge.
1: The active or learning phase. The third edition of the ultimate guide to Facebook advertising.
2: Capturing webinar registrants through Facebook Messenger. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 126 of Perpetual Traffic. This is Keith Krantz and I am in Austin, Texas right now, in the middle of our four-day Facebook Ads Account Manager certification program. having just an amazing few days here with Ralph Burns and some of the agency team and just some amazing business owners, as well as consultants and agencies here looking to take things to the next level. Molly also did two amazing sessions before she headed out of town on a ski trip. So she is in Aspen, Colorado, I'm sure Molly's having an amazing time there and uh, we're having an amazing time here. And today we've got a little rapid fire list of cool new updates in the social media advertising atmosphere and some stuff that we're we're doing, we're liking, we're seeing. So I hope you enjoy this stuff. Hope you can take one or two of them and test them out and see how they work for you. All right, and here's Molly.
2: Hey guys. Molly here. And my update for this episode is around messenger marketing. So you may or may not have heard a few weeks ago, ManyChat, which is M-A-N-Y-C-H-A-T... It's the messenger marketing tool that we recommend. A few weeks ago, MiniChat formally released their integration with Zapier. Now, if you don't know what Zapier is, Zapier is basically a program that allows you to connect the different online tools and softwares that you use to one another. It's really, really, really helpful. If you haven't heard about it, it's called Zapier, Z-A-P-I-E-R. So the MiniChat integration with Zapier is huge because this allows us to integrate mini chat and messenger marketing even further into our marketing strategies and our different systems that we're using for digital marketing. So let me give you some examples here in a few ways that this is a really big deal, right? And A few ways that you can use this integration. First off, Zapier has over 750 tools that it integrates with. So think about anywhere in messenger marketing that you would like to integrate, you know, with your current systems. It's probably possible, which is really, really exciting. But I wanted to give you some examples so that you can really understand how powerful this is. The first is around webinars. So capturing webinar registrants through Facebook Messenger, So before, we would run an ad and someone would click the ad to sign up for the webinar. They would go over to a landing page and they would register for the webinar. This integration with Zapier makes our lives a lot easier because we can actually have someone click on an ad, it open inside of Messenger, and then ask them different questions To sign them up for the webinar so that it's a more personalized experience. So, imagine you see a webinar ad in your newsfeed, you click, it opens in Messenger, it says, Hey, great, we're gonna get you signed up. What's your first and last name? What's your email address? You know, is the time of this webinar okay? Awesome. This is a really frictionless way to get someone to sign up for a webinar, and you don't have to worry about really decreasing conversion rates of those webinar registration pages. It also gives you the ability to follow up with them inside of Messenger to remind them to show up for the webinar, to remind them of maybe an offer that you made on the webinar. Really, really powerful But you might be thinking, Molly, how do I pass their information to my webinar platform? And I still want their email address, right? I still want that contact information inside of my CRM. So all of that can be done inside of Zapier and the integration with Minichat to GoToWebinar or whatever webinar software you are using. So really leveraging this Integration to capture webinar registrants through Facebook Messenger, including reminders and follow up. That is huge. And again, you would use Zapier to integrate mini chat with your webinar registration platform. That way you can ask all of the questions that you would ask in the form fields on that webinar registration page through messenger pass that data so that they're signed up for the webinar you can also set up a zap to your crm so that you can pass that contact information so that they're inside of your database really really powerful stuff here guys Another way you can use this is to simply capture new leads through Messenger and sync them to your CRM. So imagine you have a lead magnet and you're running ads. Traditionally, we would send the traffic to a landing page where they have to fill out forms. Guys, people are done filling out forms. Not done, but people are getting more and more tired of filling out forms. So imagine if you use the same principle that we talked about with the webinar, with a normal lead magnet. So they click on the ad, you ask for their contact information inside a messenger, you deliver the lead magnet. And then again, you can set up a follow-up sequence inside a messenger. You can also push their email address and their other information to your CRM and include an email follow-up, you know, whatever your funnel, your selling system is there. So pretty much the same thing as a webinar, just thinking about it a little bit different, using this for a lead magnet, but still pushing them to your CRM, asking for all of their contact information inside of Messenger, really powerful and really frictionless for the end user number 3 using zapier to integrate mini chat with salesforce, hubspot, zendesk, intercom, drift, desk whatever your customer service team and or sales team uses so a big issue with messenger marketing has been that it's tough to notify your customer service people or your sales team when a conversation has started inside of Messenger, right? Usually, those people are living inside of Salesforce or Drift or Desk, whatever platform you use, and it's kind of a nuisance to hop over to Messenger or inside of MiniChat all the time to continue conversations. Also, when you're having those conversations inside of Chat or Facebook Messenger, you're not seeing any of the customer data that you might see inside of Salesforce or another platform, right? Like if they're a customer, what tags they have, you know, how many times they've contacted you. So integrating chat with whatever customer communication tool that you're using is huge. You can start to have those conversations all in one place inside of that CRM that you're using And you'll be able to leverage and see all of the historical data because you're all in one platform. And then another way is basically just coming up with new and creative ways to engage your audience with Messenger, right? We've seen a lot of cool ideas, people creating quizzes inside of Messenger and and then passing that data to a CRM. I saw one really cool bot that basically, based off of how you answer the questions from the bot, it would spit out a quote for a website design, uh, which is really, really cool. And then it would spit that information to the CRM so that they could follow up via email, collect phone number, email address, and everything that they need. So go to Zapier, they have over 750 integrations and see if you're using any of those tools and if it makes sense to integrate mini chat with any of those tools to make messenger marketing easier for you, for your team and to further integrate it into whatever softwares and tools you are currently using. So my big update, Chat integrates with Zapier. This is huge. This means messenger marketing is becoming an even bigger deal. It's actually able to become a part of your tech stack now. And I hope to hear how you guys are leveraging this. Thanks.
1: I hope that was helpful for you get in there, check it out and uh, let us know how it went. All right. And here's Ralph.
0: Hey, this is Ralph with my three Facebook ads updates for this week, one of which is a little bit older and we've just started to use it and really like it. And the other two, which are brand new within the last couple of weeks that uh, Facebook just rolled out and with more changes coming in the next couple of weeks. But anyway, let's get right into it first one is the landing page view optimization. And this was something that was rolled out back in June of this past year, and we've been testing it since then. So when would you use a landing page view optimization campaign? Well, if you have a piece of content, for example, maybe a blog post or a pre-engagement piece of content that you want cold traffic to engage with first or actually view or read or land on in order to consume it, then retarget those people once they actually land on that landing page or that blog post back to a product sales page or maybe to a registration page, something that we do a lot inside the agency, which is use pre-engagement sales content and then retarget those warm traffic audiences, whether it's, you know, clicks back to the website or a landing page view. Uh, or video view objectives, which you use quite a bit as well. But in this particular case, this is a landing page view optimization. So landing page view is when a person lands on your ad's destination URL after clicking a link on your ad. And if you've been a listener to this podcast, you would say, well, why is that different than clicks to website or link clicks? Well, we've actually done a fair bit of testing with this objective and link clicks and landing page views aren't necessarily one in the same. So I'll show you a little bit of data on that in just a moment. So in order to set up a landing page view optimization campaign, the first thing that you would do is you would go uh, choose your campaign objective, which in this case would be traffic. So we typically talk about conversion, objectives here, but not in this case. So even though it is optimizing for a landing page view, you're going to use the traffic conversion objective. So, and when you click on that traffic objective, then you'll have an option of landing page views or link clicks. And you would probably think, you know, why aren't they one in the same? Well, they aren't one in the same. In fact, we actually have customers that because of the page load time of their site, we actually see far less landing page views than we do link clicks. So a link click is uh, when you just want somebody to click on a link, and that doesn't necessarily get you to the destination, especially if you have some load time issues or maybe if they click by mistake. So what we found is that in order to ensure that an ad for a piece of pre-engagement content is actually being consumed by the user, We find that landing page view optimization is a far better choice, just because it does actually optimize for the view of the page itself. Now, it doesn't guarantee that that person actually consumes the content, but the fact that they click a link—it could be the button in your ad, it could be a link in your post copy, it could be the title, you know, right underneath your image, or it could be that learn more button that you see at the end of a video. Any of those would be considered a link click, but if you have page load issues on your site you might actually get more link clicks than you get page views and in some cases we've actually seen it that it's about 50% in some cases so about 50% of link clicks actually turn into landing page views which we then bring that up to our customers and uh, have them deal with you know the inevitable page load time issues that might be occurring there. But the point is, is that it's a really great objective if you do want to ensure that someone who's clicking on your link actually is one step closer to consuming that content. So we're starting to use it a lot more now when we're promoting just pure content plays, pre-engagement content is what we refer to it, and then retarget those folks back with a conversion ad to get our objective, which typically is a sale or or a webinar registration. So landing page view optimization is is a good new trick in the bag, a little bit older, about four or five months old now, but we've tested it pretty extensively and we really do like it quite a bit. Okay, so the second big update, this is actually a pretty big one. This is the active or learning phase, which you may or may not have already seen inside your campaigns at the ad set level. And you'll see when you start a brand new campaign, you have ad sets, which is where all the optimization for a campaign actually takes place is at the ad set level. When you launch a brand new campaign, you'll see under the delivery column, something that appears now, which is called active or learning So what the learning phase is, is a way in which Facebook is learning and deciding and trying to figure out what audience or parts of the audience which you're targeting are the people that are best to show your ad in front of. When they start delivering your ad set, whether it's at the start of the campaign or after you make any significant change, let's say you actually change your targeting, you change your age range, or you change something in your ad itself, that will reset the learning. So think of Facebook, once again, as just a huge machine learning algorithm that's just using thousands and thousands of data points in order to show your ad in front of the exact right audience at the right time. When you first start off a campaign, they don't have that data yet. They don't know exactly who to show your ad to. So that's why there's this learning phase now. We've always sort of known that this has been happening in the background, but now they're much more transparent with it, showing it right in the ad set level. And one of the big updates to this, which is fairly significant from our standpoint, because we've done a fair amount of talk on this, in previous episodes on conversion windows and optimization and how the algorithm actually works is that now Facebook announced uh, a week or two ago that they will now be using 50 conversions or 50 purchases or 50 leads or whatever it is that your conversion event that you set your ad set on, they'll need 50 of those in a seven day window in order to fully optimize your ad sets. So in some cases, you might actually get far more than 50 conversions from what we're seeing and still be in what's referred to as the learning phase, which is somewhat odd, which might be actually a bug in the system. But uh, if you start a brand new campaign tonight or tomorrow, and you go in, you look at the ad set, within minutes, you'll actually see this little green button active learning there. And it'll actually say sort of where you're at. It actually shows a blue indicator as to where you are in the learning phase which reiterates the fact that Facebook is constantly learning. And in a seven-day period, you need 50 conversions in order for your ads to be fully optimized. So that might mean that you might have to wait a little bit longer to uh, to figure out whether or not your ads and your ad set combination is the right one in order to get the proper result from a return on ad spend perspective, as well as a, um, a lead generation perspective. So just something to take a look at. And it, it is something that has probably been there in the background for many, many years, or at least many months. But now Facebook is actually showing you you know, this process of them learning which part of that audience that you're targeting to show your ad in front of. So the learning phase, check it out inside the ad set level, definitely a big update. And also the 50 conversions per seven day period is also a big update. So uh, keep that in mind when you're optimizing your ad sets. Okay, and the third one is updates in Facebook's bid strategy. So Facebook typically has only had two ways in which you can optimize from a bidding perspective. And it is automatic bidding, which is the one that's by default, the one that we use primarily, as well as a manual bidding. And we've done some testing on this, that manual bidding has been broken out into average bidding as well as max bidding. So As of just this past week, Facebook rolled out a new way in which to show how to bid on your ads and this is obviously again at the ad set level just like the updates to uh, the learning phase is at the ad set level all the optimization in a Facebook ad campaign happens at the ad set level so what you've probably seen in the past is just automatic and then manual but now you're going to notice two other things that actually show up here which is really super interesting which is lowest cost and lowest cost with bid cap as well as target cost So lowest cost, which is the first one, it's by default when you start a brand new ad set, that's the one that'll actually be checked, is is automatic bidding. So it's the old automatic bidding. It's now known as lowest cost. And when you're choosing this bidding option, you're basically telling Facebook to just adjust your bid to get as many of the results that you want as possible for the budget that you've put into your ad set. So this just really evenly distributes the rollout of your adds to the audience that you're targeting and with that you can also add in what's referred to now as a bid cap which from what Facebook tells us is just really the same function that was previously done for maximum bidding so you could actually you could bid a maximum amount let's say you, your target conversion amount is $15 per purchase, you could put in a maximum bid of $20. And Facebook would basically stop any bids or um, not enter you into the auction if the bid amount is greater than $20 versus your competition in that particular auction. So this new bid cap function uh, functions basically like the previous manual maximum bidding option. So we have not tested this as of yet. We've done a lot of maximum versus average bidding tests and we still really do defer over to automatic bidding, you know, nine times out of 10, but this is gonna be something that we're gonna have to test in the coming weeks and months. And we'll certainly report back in here on our results. The, The big update inside bidding really is not necessarily lowest cost because we sort of look at that as just more of the same of auto bidding with a little bit of maximum bidding in there. So the second update under manual bidding or under bidding is this target cost tab, which you can now check. So underneath lowest cost and set a bid cap, you'll now see target cost. So what Facebook says here is you can maintain a stable average cost per purchase as you raise the budget. So This is a very interesting option. We have not tested as of yet. And this is going to be something that I think a lot of people are going to want a lot of information on because if you can set a target cost or a cost that will be sort of an average cost per conversion and use that as a governor, so to speak, as you manually bid or manually add on more budget to your ad set this could be a real force multiplier for you. So according to Facebook, it maintains a stable cost at the target bid you set so you can consistently reach your intended target cost goal after that initial learning phase. So once your learning phase is done, which is update number two, now this target cost bidding may or may not be able to allow you to scale up at a stable cost per conversion. So if this does work as they explain it here in some of the Facebook documentation, this could be a real game changer for us. Uh, so we'll be testing this in the coming weeks for sure, as well as uh, you know using lowest cost or old automatic bidding, even with a set a bid cap. So those are my three updates for this week. Talk to you all soon.
1: Alrighty, so my update isn't really a brand new feature. It's just kind of to add on to some of the recent conversations we've been having with Molly doing her amazing podcast episodes around Facebook Messenger. And then last episode, number 125, where the green smoothie girl use some ninja mini chat and Facebook Messenger strategies to generate over $30,000 and I believe less than a thousand in ad spend. So make sure you listen to that episode if you haven't yet. But we've been experimenting. So over at Dominate Web Media, I've been really digging into a lot of the new stuff lately that's I'm seeing opportunity in, whether it's Instagram video ads, Snapchat video ads, Messenger, a combination of all of these, et cetera, et cetera. So stay tuned. To the podcast because uh, we're looking at doing you know a lot of pretty cool things, taking our three-step video ad formula and really adjusting that and being able to build one great video that works well with Facebook as well as Instagram and YouTube. So I haven't actually announced this on the podcast because we batched out you know quite a few episodes. So last time we recorded was quite a while ago actually, and I actually launched the third edition of The Ultimate Guide to Facebook Advertising, which you can find on Amazon right now, uh, co-authored with Perry Marshall and Tom Malosh. And this is the third edition. So because our team has been in the trenches so much recently, we did a full rewrite of the book. And so really the first half of the book is high level stuff. The second half is the super tactical, the Dominate Web Media team, several of the account managers help with some of those chapters later on in the book. Perry Marshall wrote the uh, epic first chapter and really the rest of the book was written by us or or myself. And it was a a lot of work this last year. (laughs) A lot of people don't know this, but a hundred thousand words and then editing all of that was a pretty brutal last nine months, but it's worth it. Right now we're number one in social media for business, number one in sales, number one in marketing in Amazon. And that's been going back and forth between number one and number two for the past three weeks about. It's been pretty cool. And one of the reasons why is is this little messenger thing that we're running. We will be doing eventually a free book funnel plus shipping. We're not yet. We're still driving people to Amazon. So if you do want to check out the book and you want to enter to win some cool stuff, we'll actually extend it out. We're planning on stopping that little giveaway thing that we're doing this weekend. But because we've been busy with the event and because this episode's going live on Tuesday, what I'm going to do is extend it out a little bit. So we did a little really cool giveaway using Facebook Messenger and running some video ads in Facebook as well as Instagram. And it's called 21 Days of Giveaways. When I'm giving random stuff away, like 90 days access to our elite membership, signed copies of the book, some cool iPhone mics, stuff like that. $100 cash, PayPal deposited, those types of things. And then... Of course, the better prizes are for people that you know buy the book on Amazon. It's a smaller group of people that we draw from, as well as people that leave a review on Amazon. And instead of using like a contest software, I decided just to explain everything in the ad itself and then just use Messenger to have people officially enter. And it's been really, really cool because as you build your messenger subscribers, when you do things like a Facebook Live, you can quick send them a little message. It doesn't feel like you're like sending them an email to a product or something like that. You're just sending them a Facebook Live because they're already on Facebook, right? And so your Facebook Lives get a lot more viewers on them and they last a lot longer and they end up attracting more viewers because you're starting with more and it's a perpetual snowball effect. And so my little hack here, my little tip is what I love about the growth tools is I use all three of them. Molly talked about this and so did Robin. When you go into ManyChat, you want to go to the growth tools. And I just recommend getting in there and messing around. And the three that I like for something like this, are the Facebook ads JSON. That's if you do a Messenger campaign objective ad. Then there's the comment to Messenger, which Robin talked a lot about. And there's also the Messenger ref URL. And all that is, is just a URL that they give you. And then when somebody clicks on it, it takes them directly to your Messenger. So you could be giving that to somebody on Instagram or through email. And then, of course, you can create a pretty link. So we created dominatewebmedia.com forward slash win, W-I-N, right? And so what I did was this gives you the flexibility to run a page post engagement ad, a video views ad, a website conversions ad. I even used that URL, put it in the bio in Instagram and are running ads on Instagram and telling people to click the link in the bio. And that's if you promote an ad or just organically on Instagram because you can't have a clickable link in your post copy there, right? But if you run an Instagram ad where you actually add the call to action button, you can And so I use that dominatewebmedia.com forward slash win, which forwards to Messenger in the actual button. And when you do it that way, they don't have to comment back or even click a button back to be entered as a subscriber. And so it's a really seamless way to generate a new subscriber in ManyChat. And so I love the Messenger ref URL. And so you'll see some of these where we'll have an ad going and I've got all three going. So maybe it's, it's a messenger campaign objective. So if they click the button in the ad, it takes them directly to the sequence. And then I create a messenger ref URL so I can put the link in the ad copy so they can click that, or I can use an Instagram ad and it takes them to the same place to our messenger. And then I just bolt on the campaign sequence that I built with the original one, the autoresponder message sequence. You only have to build that once. And then inside many chat, you can just Connect that to any time you do another comment to Messenger post or something like that. It's really cool. And so there's some other reasons why you'd want to do this, but I don't want to go deep into that with this episode. I just wanted to just kind of reiterate Messenger ref URL is a great way to quickly just take people there and it just feels simple. So I just encourage you to get in there and mess around and go to that link. Go to dominatewebmedia.com forward slash win and that'll take you in there and we'll leave it running for a little bit. Okay. If you just go to the Dominate Web Media page, you'll be able to find a a recent post that we did or or my Instagram, uh, Instagram instagram.com forward slash Keith Krantz, K-R-A-N-C-E. And you'll see a post there talking about it. And so what we'll do is I'll actually extend the giveaway promo during the last five days or whatever of Black Friday. We were making our elite program, which is 300 bucks a month, half off for like a few days. And you actually get access to all of our best trainings, including the advanced program, which is the recordings of our entire certification event last year for joining. So for like less than 200 bucks, basically kind of crazy. So what we'll do is we'll I'll actually extend that. We'll just raise it up a little bit because we can't keep the same the price, but we'll raise it up a little bit and we'll, we'll extend it through Friday of this week. And so stay tuned to this podcast. There's ways to personalize it more. We're going to add some photos, maybe a little video in the autoresponder. There's a lot of ways right now we're just messing around with it making mistakes just by doing this we've already got everything mapped out for normal funnels our you know our new book funnel that we'll be doing and the you know the leads coming in are super cheap much cheaper than regular Facebook ads and we're seeing about an 86 to 92 percent open rate on the messages so not too bad righty I hope that was helpful for you uh, once again you can always access anything we talked about any links any resources, Back at the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. And this is episode 126. And also I wanted to remind you that reviews are the lifeblood of this podcast. So if this has been helpful, we would just appreciate you so much if you you ran over to iTunes when you had a minute to uh, leave an honest review because it really does drive the podcast it also motivates us because when we see those reviews, it just gets us excited. It's hard to explain, but it gets us so excited. It's just a good feeling inside knowing the impact that this stuff is having on people. And it just energizes us to create more, more great stuff for you all. So, uh, if you can be awesome, if not, no big deal. Otherwise we'll see you next week. Bye Bye.
2: Listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.